0: Hey Carrie. Hi Hi, Rob.
2: Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. (laughs) You can tell in the conversation we were just having. (laughs) I have a lot of energy. I'm so excited. So just thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it.
1: No, I, I appreciate you being here. So before I get into my excitement or watching you go through CTI as a project, I want you to kind of introduce yourself the community or to the listeners and and that's whatever you think that's how whatever you feel Carrie Uh, is or uh, you know shows up and then we'll jump off from there cool
2: well hi everyone listening I am Carrie Abb and I am from Asheville North Carolina and if you had asked me a week ago to introduce myself I would have said I am a homeschool mom and a Reiki practitioner and I um I probably would have told you other things about what I do with my time. And in a moment of insight, literally last week, I realized how much I live in these identities, that I I lead from these identities. And Michael Neal, who is my teacher, I consider him my teacher, and that's how I met you, Rob, through Michael, he was talking about showing up as ourselves. And something he said made me realize that I wasn't sure who that person was
0: Mm.
2: behind the person who was always striving, who was always trying to be something, to be extraordinary, to be incredible, to be famous. I was brought up in a household where fame and fortune were a big deal and we wanted me to be famous for everybody. And how I was always have spent my life trying to fit into certain identities so that I could just fit in and feel okay. That mm-hmm. if I if I showed up as a really great spiritual person in, in spiritual circles, then I'd fit in. If I was a great performer, I'd fit in in that sphere, whatever sphere I was sort of in, I was kind of felt like chameleonic, that I would just try and be what other people wanted me to be. And in a moment of just insight, I realized, oh my gosh, that None of that's true, like I've I've made up this whole thing about who I am and who I have to be and why I have to be it because if not, I won't be okay. Mm. And when oh my God, but I am okay. Of course I'm okay. I'm not broken and I don't have to show up as a certain polished picture of anything. Wow, what does it mean to just be me? And I don't really have like a super answer to that question right now. But that's kind of the field I'm playing in at the moment is like without my stories and without my identities and without all of the things that I thought were the most important about me, the only things that made me worth being around, who am I? Who am I without striving to be extraordinary? And so now if I'm introducing myself, well, I'm still Carrie and I'm still a homeschool mom because that's what I do. And I'm I'm a wife. But, but I, I am a, a being on a journey as maybe crazy or cheesy as that sounds, self-discovery in a brand new way because it's not self-fixing, it's not self-improvement, it's not even growth. It's just, whoa, who is the being that is me that's been traveling for 49 years through this planet earth, but who's been thinking she needs to be these very specific things in order to succeed and be okay without all that like, Who am I? And actually I closed my business last week. After 10 years, I realized I don't, I'm doing this for the wrong reasons. Mm. I'm I'm not really, I love helping people, but it became about being something, not about serving. And I realized, oh my goodness, I want to be a mom. I really want to spend my time like, with my family and and so that's a long-winded introduction uh, is to say like <laughs> I don't even know like who am I I'm not sure and I'm so excited to figure it out it's a yeah. moment-to-moment awakening to a self that I didn't even know existed like uh, uh, I can't even put it into words yet yeah. but it's not the Reiki master and it's not even mom and it's not it's not any of this other stuff it's something else that I'm excited to experience so and this this is brand new like you're getting this in real time right now this is (laughs) happening
1: (laughs) I absolutely love it and you'll fit right in here Um, that's that's the whole reason of getting rid of the bios really was I, I used to I think I don't know how long it took me but I remember reading someone's bio and then having an experience with them That was totally different Mm -hmm. because I had the bio in my mind. Yeah. And then it went to someone reading my bio before I spoke. And I was like, oh, shit, who is that? Like, who is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's not me. I I mean, yeah, I guess maybe if I think about it long enough, it could be me. But and I was just like, no, scrap those. Like when when I think of an introduction now, even for public speaking, when I when I'm doing work, or even when I'm first introducing or meeting a client or someone else, I think the intent or the essence behind introduction is just tell me what's most important to know right now.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: And that is, man, I'm a human being who loves living life. Now from there, I get to express that through being a father, through being a husband, being a dog dad, a coach, a speaker. But but any and everything that I'm doing. Is at all costs to demonstrate the best way I know how the love of God inside of me.
2: Oh, I love that.
1: You know, that's yes. all. And sometimes I do that in the most loving, compassionate, and empathetic way I could find possible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I stumble through it with a little bit of frustration and stickiness and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: I had it mixed up. I thought that the yelly voice was the real one. Mm-hmm. And I thought. I had named that the quiet voice was the voice of fear. It was the one holding me back. So the one that would say rest was no, no, you're just saying that because you're afraid to succeed. And I would listen to the big, loud, obnoxious voice. And it was in CTI that I realized for the first time I had it mixed up. And ever since then, I have seen it time and time again. I fall for the loud one going, no, that's the real one. And then go, oh, right, no. Okay, yeah. got it. And and I've had those confused, and so those voices to me have been this mistaken identity. And then I've also had like my own mistaken identity, thinking that I am only how successful I am. Mm-hmm. Air quoting, um, I uh, my identity is being the best this or the best that. As I said, sort of in the intro, and realizing that's that's its own mistaken identity, thinking oh, yeah. that that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And so through the course of of being in this conversation. Seeing the mistaken identity over and over again, and then and and catching it quicker and being like, oh, wait, oh, wait, no, 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 I'm listening. Nope, listen the wrong one. Got it, got it, got it. Um, has been such a joy to get more in touch and realize, oh, all along that small one, that small voice. Um, oh, it's totally had my back all along mm-hmm. i've been like railing at the universe for not you know why why oh no it's always been there I just haven't been listening i thought i i had it pegged as the totally like wrong thing like okay no harm no foul now i can see it and i i i am i'm grateful for it and and i'm not angry and yelling like why wasn't it always there oh it always was i was just
1: listening always to another
2: well. one oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I get it! Oh, wow! Like it, it whew, mind blown! Like little mind blown emoji. That's, That's how so I feel.
1: <laughs> funny. Well, take me to that. Take take everybody back to when when did you first hear um, of okay. the inside out understanding three principles, whatever we call it.
2: It has been such um, such a funny journey, and I'm going to try and keep it compact because it was long, but I'll keep it short. I first stumbled upon it without knowing I was stumbling upon it in 2016. I had been diagnosed with complex PTSD as a result of um, childhood trauma, childhood abuse. And um, I I was feeling bad. I had been feeling bad for many, many years prior of physical illness, as well as just emotional distress. And I had tried everything. I mean, from the most traditional ways to feel better to the most out there alternative energy medicine, yoga, Reiki, I said, I'm a Reiki master. Um, Every way to try and heal fix myself, feel better, and more or less manage complex PTSD because I was told that's all I wasn't gonna ever be able to do with it is manage these symptoms. And I was listening to a podcast of a woman who was talking about, she had complex PTSD and I can't remember her name, I wish I could. Um, and she stumbled upon this new paradigm is what she kept calling it. And this new paradigm within this paradigm, she was, when she got, what she said that I heard was, I get triggered, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't bother me, but she wasn't saying a whole lot else. And I was like, what is this woman talking about? Hmm. And she wasn't given any names of teachers. She didn't say Sid Banks. She didn't say anybody. She just kept saying new paradigm and different way of look, seeing things and I think maybe higher level of consciousness. And I was kind of actually skeptical. I was like, mm too good to be true. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so that was my first introduction. And I kind of followed her on and off for a while, but fell off the radar. And I was deep, deep in a yoga practice at the time that required me to get up at three 30 in the morning and take a cold shower and meditate for three hours and do all this stuff just to stay. Okay. I just, I had to do all these things. And I was devoted to this as the way the healing I needed. So I was deep in that. And somehow, I don't remember how, I came across Dr. Amy Johnson. Shout out to Dr. Amy, because she Dr. was my first Amy! real, like, <laughs> interest. She doesn't know me. She's never met me. She has no idea who I am. Really? But, no, yeah, no, I've never met her. I've never met her. But oh, she- cool.
1: Well plucked. She's cool people. She's good people.
2: So, well, I maybe, I don't know if she'll want to meet me after this story. Maybe. We'll see. So, <laughs> because I read- the beginning of her so I, I see her, her website I don't remember what I thought about it but it was enough to buy her book um little little book of big change and I read a couple of chapters and I I hated it I was angry at it I did not it, it reminded me of sort of like how Elsie Spittle says that she like hid from Sid when he mm-hmm. came over that mm-hmm. was me like no 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 this can't possibly be true and I threw away the book so this was like 2019 yeah summer of 2019 it just It challenged everything Mm -hmm. that I was being taught at the moment about what it meant to be okay. And so I was like, screw that with this book. Screw that Dr. Amy, sorry, Dr. Amy. And I must have (laughs) um, signed up for her website, uh, her her newsletter and unsubscribed maybe 15 times. I kept going on and then I'd get an email and something would challenge me and I'd be like, no, delete. And I was in this war with Dr. Amy (laughs) that she did not know (laughs) she was in with me for the better part of about a year and a half, I actually ended up buying her book three times and I threw it away twice
0: because I was so
2: challenged by what she was saying. I couldn't hear it, but I was hearing something enough that I kept coming back. And it wasn't until early 2020, right before the pandemic, um, my yogic world kind of exploded. A lot about the community I was in was exposed to be a really, really not great thing. And I don't need to go into it, but it was enough to make me go, I don't want anything to do with that anymore. And there was this little void and up comes, what about that Dr. Amy? What about her? So that was when I bought the book for the third time, my friends. And I I read the whole thing finally. And something in there, she said something about thoughts being like an alarm clock and they just kind of go off and it hit. And I went, Oh, I think that's, that's gotta be true. I think that's true. And that was the first time that was maybe summer of 2020. Um, I saw it and I signed up for her changeable course and it was a self um, paced course. So I didn't meet her. I just went through the course. I got a little, I bristled again when I realized we were in more of a spiritual conversation than I thought I was done with spirituality at that moment. Mm, okay. And, okay. And, and, and her book, the first book, anyway, i subsequently went read the second one, but the first one didn't really have a whole lot of a spiritual bent. It was more like, this is a new way of looking at psychology. And that felt comfortable for me. And then within changeable uh, or the change course, I think, Bill Pettit was on and he started talking about spirituality and I was like, ah, no, I've been betrayed. No, I don't want this to be spiritual. I got so angry again. Um, I stayed with it though. I did. And, and that, so that was kind of how I I got into the principles. I didn't even really know who Sid was until I met Michael. Um, and then I don't remember how I, I came across Michael. I just did somehow fell into his community and had, had been there. Um, st- Still love Dr. Amy. thinks she's amazing. Went through all of her courses. This is I, I just kind of landed <laughs> in Michael's world.
1: Well, and then, I absolutely love this story. And, course, by the way, I think this is the <laughs> funniest come to the principal story I think I've ever heard. This is hilarious.
2: And, and I, I've done I've done the two step with this for a while because even within Michael, like I was a yeah butter for a long time. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I see it. But but what about what? And child abuse was my thing. What about child abuse? Because it was my thing. And and it was a big part of my identity, victim of child abuse. And so I, I fought, again, Michael didn't know I was fighting with him. I wasn't fighting with actual Michael. I was fighting with his books. Like I was fighting with these people in my head, their podcasts, like yelling at them as I'm jumping on my rebound or listening to them in the morning. And so nobody knows they were, I was arguing with them, but I was. But finally, I was somewhere, even just last year, this is relatively new for me, things dropped to such a place where I couldn't say this wasn't true anymore. I finally was like, oh no, I see it. And I really see it. And I'm in and okay, now, now, where do we go? And, and, and from there, I'm not going to say it hasn't had its ups and downs, but I haven't thrown away any more books, haven't quit any (laughs) courses, haven't stormed away in a huff proving I was superior to everybody else. Um, I absolutely have just been bathing in the beauty of this conversation from different angles, mostly Michael, mostly Amy, but then I've also at, I made a, a promise to myself when I started that I wasn't going to put anyone up on pedestals because that's what I had done in other communities. And that I wasn't going to go at this with my type a gotta be a gold star student. So mm. I wasn't going to buy every book and, and learn who all the major players were. but like you still kind of don't know who all like the famous three people, P people really are. Um, <laughs> I just allow minds to guide me to the next thing. So if a yeah. book kind of shows up on my Amazon recommendations and I'm like, Oh, Okay, let me buy that. I have a very chill, even oh, yeah. though I know it doesn't sound like I'm a chill person because I'm not. But I have a chill approach no, to the principle yeah, because because, and- because there's truth and gold here mm-hmm. that is the most special, important thing I've ever come across. Yeah. That to it feels like to do it or approach it in a way that's anything other than allowing mind to guide me as best I can feels like antithetical to everything that's happening here Mm -hmm. to push it and shove it and and make it contorted into something I want it to be in a timeline that I want it to happen. It just doesn't feel right. Like it Mm -hmm. just doesn't feel right. So after getting past all the fighting and the arguing with imagine well real teachers but in my imagination once I finally went no this is home this is this is truth capital t all right I'm gonna allow it to move me rather than trying to shove it the way I've done with so many other things and so
1: So yeah, I said oh, I was God, gonna make that short. God. I didn't, but that is one a funny story. Right? So I'm not even I one i I will send it probably to Dr. Amy before this even podcast releases oh, good. just so she can see it. Cause that's Once gonna again, be hilarious. I love
2: this. Dr. Amy. I know,
1: I know, but <laughs> there are some things in there that you did point to that I love, right? Um about not getting in this to run and find the famous teachers because there aren't really what we should be calling famous teachers every individual in this community could stand on stage and share their experience and and be powerful magnetic and impactful like it's just who we innately are so I, i love that but now you got me thinking about were you fighting me because you told me your first you know intro to me was just, I heard something about this and you made it sound like it was a real easy little breeze. So now I have to ask, did you fight me too?
2: What I do remember was a, there was there was both because I, I didn't, I certainly didn't fight you in the call. Like I was just <laughs> like, oh, okay. And this is this Rob Cook guy that everybody loves. And and maybe he just got mad at me. I don't know. He doesn't seem like <laughs> mad, but he definitely seemed like he was pointing me in a different direction. I'm not sure. I'm just going to keep quiet. And so I did, because you, whoever else was in our group was also another person who had been in the conversation. So you guys were having a conversation that was so above my head. I was like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. I think I was out of my, I'm really going to like really fight with people stage. Yeah. I think it was more just like, if anything like a what what is happening here like i'm not really sure what he means and i know i wanted to know more but I do remember being very up in my head about it, just being yeah. very intellectual. And and you know what? Now that you say it, what I did feel was like I am entitled to listen to this. I'm entitled to my definition of forgiveness. And if my mm. definition of forgiveness is that the other person, whatever it was at the time, like mm. I still. I, if I was fighting anywhere, it was like fine. Like you can have your definition, but this is my definition. And yeah. aren't we all allowed to have our own definition? I think <laughs> that was probably if I was if I was being truthful. That that sounds real and right.
0: That uh, an
2: internal like wait no. And if I don't ever want to forgive the people who wrong me, I don't ever have to. And I don't care if Rob Cook said it. Like, <laughs> just, like that kind of like <laughs> talk about ego driving the car. Um, yeah, woo, yeah in like speeding down that highway. Um, but I know though, too, and this isn't BS, like this, I said what I said earlier, cause I, I, the feeling I took away a year later was, I think there's something to what he's saying. There's yeah. something there. I don't get it right now. And I'm going to stand on the fact that I can, I can have my experience of forgiveness, whatever that is. Um and I'm pretty sure probably at that point I was like oh he's probably just spiritually bypassing cuz that's what I like <laughs> that's something I've been taught right so I'm sure that that was also in there like i probably went on the the moral high ground there for a minute like i'm not yeah. spiritually bypassing i don't do that oh.
1: <laughs> That is hilarious <laughs> I love it. I really do love it. It's so funny.
2: But I did see something else that was true. That, as I said prior to our uh, recording, I only saw clearly a couple weeks ago. But it, you, pl- you did plant a seed. So even if I was kicking and screaming, which I'm sure I was, um, there was truth there too. I didn't because I wouldn't remember it a year later if it hadn't planted a seed. I don't remember anything a year later anymore unless mm. it actually really made an impact and it did it, it got me thinking in a different way about what forgiveness could look like
1: yeah.
2: um even if I wasn't on board with it at that moment um so yeah it was both I think is the answer uh, to the question. that is super
1: funny <laughs> and just so just so people know we were the conversation was about forgiveness and at that point I had seen for me and my journey that actually everybody was really doing the best that they could with the level of thinking that they had And so if that was true, then possibly putting me in that same mode of thinking could produce, if not the same, very close to behaviors. So it wasn't really anything personal. So it wasn't really a forgiveness type thing. It was more of an accepting who they were and what their mindset was at the moment that experience happened. Mm -hmm. Like that's all we're ever doing.
2: Yes. Yes. Now I'm like, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I I get it and plus, plus now. I see it and, and, and. And, Like I could could do a a TED talk on it now, I see it so much. And and so yes, like that, everything you said that day that I remember is so obvious to me now. And there wouldn't be a part of me that would fight you on it. Like, no, that's not the
1: way I see it. I I don't like fighting no more. No, and and that's the thing,
2: I don't either. And if being in this conversation certainly has softened that part of me too, the part that yeah. wants to be right, the part that wants, and I don't even like talking about parts because that that's not even what I mean. But when when that thinking kicks up that says, no, 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 this is mine and I'm entitled to this, that that ego part. Um I see it now so much more clearly, even when I have mistaken identities, it's not a, as big as it used to be.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't
2: want to be in that space anymore. It doesn't feel good. And now yeah. I, I get that it's alerting me to something very different than what I thought it was alerting me to in the past. It's one of my biggest insights in the last seven months that has just blown my world open. Maybe last December that I couldn't tell the future. I thought <laughs> I knew the future, not as like a psychic, although like my work kind of had some of those elements in it, but um. It wasn't that I thought I was psychic or something. It's just that I was swimming in a a world of thought that said, I know the future and it's going to be bad. I know how this thing's going to turn out and it's never going to turn out in my favor. And when I saw that as completely made up, (laughs) everything changed like thing michael talks sometimes about like things like feeling like they're melting like i felt like i was in the matrix like everything just went Uh, you can't no one's gonna be able to see what i just did but
1: anyway
2: (laughs) uh...
1: it's like you you are hilarious i know you said the family wanted you to be famous and, and i know that was broadway (laughs) <laughs> well, I think there's still a shot to put you on a comedy stage because oh my are god. hilarious oh my god you're
2: <laughs> I, I have fun I have fun at, I, I, I'm glad when other people laugh I'm always laughing <laughs> yeah. oh I'm my god or something but thank you um but truly seeing that I didn't know the future. For, for a short minute in time, I changed it. I didn't realize I changed it, but I changed it to, oh, I don't know the future is going to be bad. So that means the future is going to be good. <laughs> so mm-hmm. when, when the next thing happened that didn't come out the way I wanted it to, I got mad and was like, but wait, well, yeah, I knew I didn't know the future and went, oh, I thought I actually now knew the future just in the opposite direction. But the more I have been living in this space of the unknown, of I really don't know, Mm -mm. Until I'm in the moment, until I'm uh, approaching the person, until I've heard what they have to say, I have no idea what's coming next. And that has been the most freeing thing. And my husband for many, many years has always like lived in the mystery. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like (laughs) mystery. I don't (laughs) want mystery. I want to know what's happening today, tomorrow, and 20 years from now. And if I can't know, I'm going to make it so. Like, I don't want to live in mystery. I don't want to live in the unknown because growing up, the unknown is very, very scary and very, very dangerous. And so I just took that into my adulthood. But now, like my husband will listen to this and be like, I cannot believe it's my wife talking about living in the unknown. Like she yeah. knows. it has been such a miraculous insight to recognize I don't know the future, which means I don't have to plan. And that doesn't mean I don't like plan for stuff. I think sometimes yeah, yeah. I hear that in this conversation and people are like, they don't plan for anything. No, I'm going to have a party. I'm going to buy supplies. Like yeah. I'm going to plan, but that's very different than thinking I have to have a tactical map laid out for every mm. possibility for the next 20 years that I have to make 50 chess moves ahead in my mind yes. and to try and control some sort of outcome, letting go of all of that. yeah, Just the energy I got back in my life, in my body, not having to plan or anticipate, maybe is a better word and really living in the unknown has been the gift that keeps on giving
1: Fun! i've had such <laughs> such an amazing time
2: this has been such a great conversation it, I,
1: it was i could it, keep
2: talking for days yeah. as you could probably tell <laughs> i'll just be here forever yeah I, i'm gonna go off on a tangent
1: um <laughs> no i get it, it you know
2: like it's one of those that like you just can't explain and i wish you could feel it in me but you felt the yeah. feeling so you know
1: oh uh, uh, i definitely could <laughs> feel it but and i'm i'm feeling a few things one is i can't wait to hear you in like a year from now because i remember saying i am not a spiritual teacher
0: because
1: hmm. i wear hoodies i'm not spiritual I'm, i wear hoodies i curse i watch i, I watch hip-hop videos <laughs> i got a sneaker collection i'm not spiritual <laughs> and i was doing a speech once and Lori, what she was like why don't you just talk about love? That's really what you're talking about. I ain't talking about no love. I ain't talking. That shit ain't. That ain't. No. That ain't. Well, you know, it's me here. You know, all of that. And I think all I do is talk about love. Like it's the most spiritual. Like all I am. It's and it's so funny watching you when you you go through like. Well, I'm not gonna use that word. I'm not right, gonna, right, so.
0: right. Yep, yep, I'll yep. Watch you in the. Two,
1: it's gonna be like come to carry apps spiritual guru, <laughs> God, I, it's going to be all the words that you just told me today. you stay away from and you're uh... going to be the spiritual guru of all of North Carolina by next year, what I, tell you? What I tell you, that's just how it works, you know, uh- <laughs> oh,
2: I look forward to that too, it was literally, I think, a year ago, like this week that I met you on that call, so it, I, I definitely want to see what a year from now, <laughs>
1: Looks oh what like, that oh that yeah it was oh, like last beautiful. May
2: it was last May for sure
1: wow that's pretty cool okay <laughs> well here's here's how we normally end the episodes all right um with <laughs> I already start laughing even asking you this question because I think I know what's about to happen but I don't
2: <laughs> right we don't know
1: <laughs> but I want you to share some wisdom with me and Ooh. I know <laughs> wisdom I know All right. <laughs> but it, the 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 common sense. Okay. I think common sense is what we call it. Can you share, you know, some lasting common sense with <laughs> that, that that will be the last voice uh, that everybody hears. But in that, before you do, I do want you to tell people where they can find you. Cause I, I know people are wanting to go and want to talk to Carrie Abbott. Oh it, my this goodness. Is hilarious. So, um, and, and then, you know, just share your heart.
2: Okay. Well, thank, first of all, thank you thank you so much for this. This has been such a joy and I've loved every minute of it. So just thank you for the opportunity and for the conversation itself has been incredible. Um, So it's funny, where can people find me up until last week? I would have pointed you to all of my business stuff and all of these things that I no longer have because I have closed my business, but I certainly would love to talk to anyone who's interested in talking to me about this stuff. And so I'll give you my email address, which is so old school, like I'm Gen X, so I'm 49 years old. So maybe it fits that I'm giving you my email address. Um, It is hello at keriab.com, which is k e r r i a a b com. Yes, there is a website attached that if you go to my website, you'll see my Reiki stuff, but it's just not what I'm doing in the world anymore. So um, it's I'm in transition, but I welcome anyone who wants to say words to me because I would love a pen pal maybe <laughs> via email. Um, so that's how you can find me. I purposefully don't use social media. I haven't used social media in five years. I left social media. Um, so I don't have any presence there whatsoever. You will not find me. Um, I'm really kind of and I wouldn't say I'm anti-tech. I just only use it in a way that supports my life and social media doesn't support my life. Um, So so email me <laughs> is what I'll say. Okay, and now I am going to blow your mind, Rob, because I actually do have what feels like wisdom and doesn't feel like common sense. Because if it were common sense, I really feel like I probably would have known it a long, a long time ago. And so I would put it capital W wisdom. Um, and we didn't talk about it so much in this conversation, but I think it's the most important thing as someone... Who I still say is a trauma survivor because I am, and I don't I don't really live under that label the same way anymore, and I certainly don't live under that story. But I have survived trauma, and and childhood trauma, and I thought I was a broken person. I thought I was irrevocably broken, and the best I could do in my life was to hobble along, putting band aids and casts and and stitches wherever I could, trying to prop myself up on metaphorical crutches to kind of just be as the best I guess I possibly could be given that I was a broken human being. And I'm sure most people listening to this already know this, but I will never stop saying it, that we are not broken, that there's nothing to fix. And I'm going to start crying. There is nothing to improve. There is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. When I heard that and heard it and felt it, that is when everything changed. That is when all the fighting and all of the self-righteousness began to fall away. And if, if I could have a wish for what everyone in the world could see, even beyond the concept, not the concept, the, the principle that everything is our thinking, it's that we are not broken. There's nothing, nothing wrong with us. And that is wisdom. That's not common sense. That's wisdom. And I will stand behind that all day long and that, that's what I've got. So thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. And, and that's it.
1: <laughs> thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner, or you want to be featured on the show as a new fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you knowing there is no end or limitation nor are there boundaries to the human mind have the day you deserve